extremely high quality podcast today, Craig. Extremely high what quality. I'm ho- what I'm hoping for is the highest quality podcast of all time. Like the best. Like the best. Like could not be any better. Yeah, so basically, before we get into the podcast, we need to just remind people to go to manifestsimplicity.com and put their email address in the little sign-up box. Because what that does is it enables me to email them the essay when it comes out on a Friday, and then they're prepared for when the podcast comes out on a Monday. Well, I mean, they're not going to want spam and nonsense, though, are they? Okay, well, that, that's a good point, and thank you for bringing that up. people don't want that. No, people don't want that. But because we are minimalists, we're going to send you minimal emails. Ooh. And even the email that you do get has got minimal reading. Minimal content. Minimal content. Just enough to whet your appetite for the podcast to come out on a Monday morning. Okay, shall we get on with the show? gonna try again <laughs> we're not gonna start again <laughs> oh my i didn't realize you read it word for word <laughs> i literally read it word for word every week okay so listen to this i have we, the script that i read every week that starts the show off we use a shared document on our phones to read the notes for the podcast off of many people ask us Oh, is the podcast like completely improvised? Of course it's not. We have news ready. We have an essay ready. We have questions ready. I also have a little script for the beginning and for the end. You may have noticed that, Craig. Yeah, I have, yeah. However, Craig had altered the script this week. <laughs> so instead of I'm Mick, it says I'm Dick, which is... <laughs> and I'm Craig. <laughs> which is very, very smart. Well done. <laughs> Yay! You moron. I really didn't... Th- I thought you'd just glaze over it and carry on. Nope. No, I'm, I'm good, but I'm, I'm not that good. Um, we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Dick. I'm Craig. And together we run a website called manifestsimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. What are we looking at on today's show, Craig? We, other than the fact you've changed your name, yeah. uh, we're going to be looking at bread pudding. A life of simplicity and the problem with compulsory consumption. Oh, oh, I did that well. You compulsory did. consumption. You've did. You've done that very well. And things we suck at. Okay, um, but first we're going to ask some questions to kind of just catch up with ourselves a little bit. Yep. Um, talk me through something that's made you eh, mildly annoyed. Mildly annoyed. I'm not heavily annoyed, but uh, mildly. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a heavy flow situation. Okay. I am a little bit annoyed. Annoyed about what? Annoyed I was about what? A little bit annoyed at. Uh, so I had my car's service uh, not long ago, and mm. I know, and I got an advisory on my brakes and brake pads. Bro, don't even talk to me about brakes and brakes pads. I know. I'm well aware. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the basically, I'm at 21 millimeters, and you're allowed 20 by legal limit uh so they've advised they said they should last about six months uh but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get them done so i'm getting them done tomorrow 
How exciting. So yeah, I'm excited to get that done. I'm a little bit annoyed I'm having to have it done. It's £300. Whoa. So Mazda will not replace just the brake pads. They will only replace the brakes and brake pads for, because it's cost effective to do them together, which I understand and I'm completely down for, but it's just a little bit annoying. Yeah, also they want to... It's like, um, I hate having things replaced when you can't see the benefit. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still... I mean, it's my brakes. So. Yeah, obviously you will see the benefit. You'll stop when you need to stop. They also squeak quite a bit at the moment. Oh, do they? Yeah. They, okay. Like, and the thing that Mazda do well, which I am very pleased about, is they send you... I got a video with a text message link to a, a video. So I got a text, sorry, with a video link. Uh, and it's basically the service engineer going through my car, telling me what's right, what's wrong, and stuff like that. That's sick. very clever. That's cool. Um, so I basically had a look, and he was showing me the insides of the brakes. He was showing me, so I could actually see that the brakes did need doing, and I wasn't being fobbed off. Right. However, it was just very. It was That's interesting. smart. That's cool, isn't so, it? Yeah. So well done, Mazda, but also bit a little bit annoying. Got to got to pay to but, get your brakes fixed. On the side note, and this isn't my good thing, but uh, I'm going watching Spider Man. Mm. Uh, while it's on because they I'm dropping it off at 11 okay so you're going to drop the car off see Spider-Man and then, and then come back so right okay not, not a wasted trip okay. however still 300 pounds out of my bank it's a very expensive trip to the cinema it is a very expensive trip to the cinema unless you live in London when that's just how but much I'm it hoping costs. it's going to be quiet so the cinema trip will nice and relaxing oh that's what you want what is something that's made you a little happier this week Stranger Things 3 oh my god please <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is just a warning to everyone who no is listening to the podcast. There, I can't control myself, so there may be spoilers. There okay? may be. There might be spoilers. So, I mean, watch all eight episodes. Yes, there are eight. And then listen to the podcast. And the last one is an extended episode as well. If you don't trust Mick. So, I would probably pause it. <laughs> or Dick. If you don't trust Dick... Stop it and pause yeah. now. If you if you have not had enough dick in your life to completely trust him, you will need to pause the podcast until you can't, because you'll not know when we've stopped talking about Stranger Things. True. Okay, so, just, just, let's just watch them all. We're not going to do any spoilers. We are just going to say that it is incredible. When you watched the last episode, were you sat there crying like I was? Extremely so. Oh my god. And then spent the next 10 15 minutes googling uh, around. Yeah. Uh, the only thing. To, only to read, no, only to read a very interesting thing. And every person I've mentioned it to so far has gone, I didn't even think of that. I. So after this podcast, I will mention it. I've to thought of it and I t- I'll, after the podcast, we'll talk we'll about talk what, what we think between, it is. Between records. Yes. Um, do you want to know who my shout out's for? Who's your shout out for? It's for you. Is it for me? It's for you. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, no, it is. It is um, just for all the work you've done with uh, Spring Break and the music you've done. Oh. It's, no, it's it's good. Uh, you've you've put a lot of effort into it while still doing the podcast social needs yeah. and getting ready to record this and sitting at home and making the most of your spare time. You've absolutely smashed out your music. Yes, I have been working very hard on it. So thank you. It's nice to hear. It, well, we do joke each week about how you do music yeah. and how I take pictures, but it's you've done a lot with yours. Bro, and you've pushed it out a lot. So I, I I hate for this to be and you know. Like, I listen to a lot of podcasts and the, yeah, the worst bits of the podcast is where the hosts or like the host and the guest, yeah, basically just tell each other how brilliant they are. But on a, on a, on a rebuttal to your, Ooh, well, I love that word. Rebuttal. So great. Rebuttal. I, come, I come from a battle rap tradition. So I know all about rebuttals. Um, 
on a on a uh, a reflection of your of your positive feedback for my musical creation your photography is really good if you don't follow craig on instagram you should do because his focus on instagram has shifted a little bit and he's posting more of his of his new photos so check them out because they are sick for someone who's been taking pictures for what like two months or something about two three months you're yeah. bloody good uh where can people catch your music um so if you go to instagram and you search mwsxb you'll come up with you'll see my page and from there you can find simplicity pod which is this podcast that obviously you're listening people to. should already be subscribed they should already be and you can also find spring break which is the name of my new music project there are there are a couple of teasers maybe three teasers up by the time this comes out um, there are a couple of teasers up there um, of like new musical things that I've been working on. Basically, some of those ideas are nearly four years old now. Um, I wrote a load of cool stuff with my friend Nate from back home, and I'm finally now getting to release it. So yeah, it's been exciting. It's been a cool kind of cool kind of two when months. When is it coming out? I don't know. Oh, okay. There will be because there's teasers. There's like, teasers. Yes. I'm excited. So I want, I want, I want people to get excited about the teasers for a few months, probably. Months. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. And then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna hit them with a, with some songs. All oh, right. Maybe a month. Maybe, maybe. What's the date today? We're looking at the fifteenth. Because they are quite summery tunes, so people might want them in August. This is what I'm thinking. So maybe I'll put out, maybe I'll put out a single in August. But we we don't know. It might be September. Could be October. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But basically, if you like Stranger Things and you like the soundtrack and you like kind of Top Gun. Or Days of Thunder. Baywatch. Baywatch. If you like anything 80s and... Um, Super upbeat. Yeah. You're, kind you're, of electronic. You'll like the new music project. So Spring Break with an X instead of an I in spring because I'm really, really hipster. Yeah, super hipster. Wonderful. Well, thanks for that, mate. That's really right, nice. Mate. Should we go through some news? Uh, yeah, let's do some news. Tell me about yours. I'm assuming it's something bread pudding related. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so this is the news that Tesco are set to use unsold bread in new products. So like they're remanufacturing unsold bread. So listen to this. Supermarket to create olive crostini and bread pudding from baguettes to reduce waste. Britain's largest... I think Britain's largest supermarket chain. Uh, Tesco. Well, Asda are American. Are they... Yeah, they're, well, they're linked with Walmart, aren't they? Oh. Uh, and Sainsbury's, Lord knows. Le French? No, they're not French. Jay no, Sainsbury's. They're, good they're, they're definitely English, but. Britain's largest supermarket chain is launching a drive to reduce food waste from bread by turning unsold baguettes and batons from its in store bakeries into new products. Oh. Surplus bread is one of the biggest waste problems for food retailers, according to the government's food waste advisor, RAP, particularly from freshly baked lines, which have a short shelf life. Its most recent figures show surplus bakery products account for nearly a third of the UK's total retail, retail food waste a year. Bread is the second most wasted food. Um, Tesco's has said that basically they're going to use unsold products to make a range of olive crostinis and bread pudding, which will be launched in 24 stores next week. Nice. Good job. Well done, Tesco. Yeah, so the food waste crisis is a big issue. Um, I know places like Pret and Eat... Do um, they hand it out to the? Yeah, they do hand out, hand out to the homeless. Kind yes, of thing, they do. Yes, which is sick. Well, Pret have recently just bought out Eat as well. They, they have. So apparently, I can't remember where I heard this, but apparently they're turning all Eat stores into vegetarian places. I'll tell you where you heard it. 
Was it you? It was right, from me. Okay, yeah. I thought okay, I so it. I I found it on the internet somewhere um, that Pret have bought all of have bought eight retail stores, mm. and they're turning them on into yeah veggie or vegan veggie Pret's. Right. Yeah. That's so there's going to be a so there's going to be yeah like a, a obviously like people are far more aware about what they're eating nowadays. So uh, the veggie and vegan thing is pretty big, and it's a, like on the forefront of culture right now. So. They're making a smart move, really, I think. Um, the, the only issue is that I really like eat. I know I do. Yeah. I like, well, to be fair, I like both, but the firecracker chicken wrap at eat oh. is incredible. They've got a breakfast wrap that's got cheese, egg, beans, and sausage in it. Ooh. Well, they, yeah, they do this firecracker chicken Flight thing, chicken. and it's like a flatbread with... Oh, yeah, I've had that thing. Oh, it's great. Have you had the, the, pe- have you had the pizza stuff. bread one? No. Oh, we're getting that. But that's going to, yeah, well, they're going to go and miss, aren't they? Yeah, so that's right, sad. let me hit you with Baby Saving Lives. So, oh. yes. So, mine is, a deputy pulled over a, uh, a car for speeding. That traffic stop saved a 12-day-old baby's life. Wow. So, de- this guy has the dopest name. Go on, hit me. When Deputy Will Kimbrough, oh. Kimbrough, yeah, he's cool. stopped a car for speeding last month. I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh. Uh, when uh, he didn't, when he stopped the car for speeding last month, he didn't know he would end up saving a newborn baby's life. Wow. The dramatic episode, which took place during a routine patrol in Berkeley County, South Carolina, was caught on a newly released video recorded by the officer's body camera. As Kimbrough stopped the vehicle, the driver got out of the car and shouted that the baby stopped breathing after drinking from a bottle. Mm. According to Berkeley County Sheriff's Office, her body was limp and bluish from the lack of oxygen in the, sher- the sheriff's office said. After asking the mother, who was sitting on the passenger seat, for the baby's name, the deputy put the, baby's, uh, the baby on her lap, checks the pulse and starts massaging her heart as part of a life-saving first aid. Yep. Come on, baby, cry for me, cry for me, he can be heard saying, Opening those eye- open those eyes, sweetheart. As the baby starts crying, Kimbro says, as long as she's crying like that, she's breathing, I want you to cry, come on. Yep. Um, he keeps performing CPR because her breathing goes on and off and Kimbro says in the video finally the baby's chest starts moving meaning she's breathing again on her own an emergency yes. medical team arrived and Kimbro and the mother recount what has happened so how good is that so well, they're obviously sick. speeding to get the baby to the hospital potentially yeah this guy's stopped them and gone I know I'll have a go at saving yes. the baby's life. Have you ever done CPR training? Mm, yes, I have done training. I've never had to absolutely No, I've never had it. to actually use it either. Um, but the, yeah, the scariest bit of the training, I think, is the fact that they kind of, obviously a lot of the practice is on full-sized dummies. I don't think I, did I practice on a baby? I think you're supposed to cover the mouth and the nose for CPR. Uh, with a baby, yes, you are. Yeah. And and then you you use two fingers for compressions, I think. Yes, yeah, I I've, I've, I do remember CPR, that. like when I learned to do CPR, I didn't know how far down you needed to push the chest cavity. You literally have to push it like four inches down or yeah, something. Yeah, it's quite strong. And like people it? get broken ribs very regularly from having CPR done to them. It saves their life, but yes, they get broken. It's crazy, isn't it? It's mad. Okay, so let's get into this week's essay. This week's essay is very complicated. Or not, because it's However, called simple. It's called simple. Um, the thing is that it's rather long. I think that 
Alanis Morissette said it best when she said, isn't it ironic? It is ironic it because is ironic. it's a simple, it's a very simple concept, but I have explained it three or four different ways to try and get the point across. You've classic micked it. Classic micked it. I've told you it. I've told you it again and I've told you it and then I've told you what I've told you. And then he's reiterated it so you understand. That's it. Um, so I won't read all of it, but I will read... Um, I'm going to read a lot of it. I'm going to read a lot of it. Read the input. You're struggling, you're scrolling through. You're struggling to pick the bits that you... I'm going to read... I'll read the first... I'll read the first few paragraphs. Okay. Okay, so this is called Simple... And if you were subscribed to our email list, you would have already received this in your inbox and you will already know what we're about to discuss. So well done to you. You may have an opinion. You may have a gold read it. star. You, you can have a gold star. You may have read it on Friday or Saturday and thought, mm, I've got an opinion on this. Let me shoot them an email. Mm. And you've emailed us at hello at manifestsimplicity.com. We've seen it and we can take your opinion onto the podcast. How good would that be? That uh, would be great. So you people who are listening, I know, I know, I know you're listening because... Because you, you talk to us in work all the time. You talk to us at work, you email me, you text me, you call me up and you say, Oh, I love the podcast. Oh, I listened to the podcast and it was great. Um, thanks so much. But let's get you involved, right? We love having this conversation every week. We would love to involve you in the conversation, okay? So if you have an opinion about the podcast or about anything we've spoken about before, please shoot us an email, hello at manifestsimplicity.com, and we'll use your opinion to fuel our conversation. That would be great. Yes. Let's get some audience participation, Craggles. Yes, let's, let's do it. do it. Okay, so manifestsimplicity.com forward slash simple, and you can read this essay in its entirety. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's long, but we are going to create just dabbed. I'm going to do one as well just for... To make it even. A simple dab. Yep, just a really simple dab there. Um, okay, simple. Less is now and the problem with compulsory consumption. And that's it. So That's it. Thanks so much yeah. for that. Yeah, so let's discuss it. When was the last time you threw something away? How did it feel? I just tidied up my bathroom and threw out a few nearly finished bottles of moisturizer, shampoo and hair products I had tested and subsequently rejected. And the moment I let go of those items, I heard them cascade down the inside of a crisp white bin bag. I knew I had made the right decision. The feel-good sense of accomplishment we experience after we declutter, clean, downsize, and or let go is something we have all experienced at some point in our lives. Be it a collection of birthday cards that are still lingering two months after your birthday, a workplace desk that has become a breeding ground for half-drunk cups of coffee, hand-scribbled notes, and general disorder, or the cockpit of your car that is filled with drive through waste, empty water bottles, and used parking tickets. When you eventually tidy, clean, and let go of those unneeded items, I am sure you experience the euphoria and sense of control that comes with it. Now, rubbish in your car and cards on your mantle are easy things to throw away. But what about that jacket you promised yourself you'd wear? That bike you, could cons you convinced yourself you would use more? the gifted paperweight your auntie thought would see extensive use, or the mug that came free with your online purchase. When something you own becomes unnecessary clutter, the likelihood of the situation is that you made a mistake letting that item into your life in the first place. If we can be intentional about what we bring into our lives, letting go becomes much easier and a less frequently required act. So, why get rid of stuff? 
In my personal experience, getting rid of things I don't need allows my brain to focus on the things that actually matter. Instead of having to choose which guitar to practice on, I just sit down with my one guitar. Instead of deciding which pair of running shoes to wear on a long Sunday evening run, I just put on my Clifton 4s and head out the door. I'm not forced to make meaningless, time-consuming decisions about things that really do not matter. I'm giving my brain a chance to focus on what really counts. Do my hands care which guitar I practice on? No. They just want to repeat chords and licks until they are second nature. Do my feet worry about if my shoes look cool on the roads at night? No. They are comfortable and working too hard to care about what people think. In my flat, I don't have to think about which bowls to serve dinner in when I have a guest, because I only have one set. I'm not wasting time every day deciding which type of coffee to have before work, because I found a brand I like, and I'm sticking with it. For now. I may get a recommendation for a replacement, or an alternative, and if so, I'll write it down and try it out when it's time to restock. But I will try very, I will try very hard to limit my options, to give my brain a break. When your brain has too much on its plate, it splits its power up and works less efficiently. The result? You become worse at filtering information, switching quickly between tasks and keeping a strong working memory. So this is the last bit. Have you ever, dis have you ever wondered why, when we are driving and get close to our destination, we turn down the radio to look for somewhere to park? I think, and the research seems to suggest, that our limited brain power is being taken up by our ears listening to the music and our brains having to process notes and melodies and harmonies and rhythmic patterns. By reducing radio volume, we eventually, essentially turn the radio into background noise so our brains can fully focus on the task at hand, scanning the environment in front of us, searching for a sign that we are in the right place and subsequently that our journey is at an end. Our tiny brains, Although they have sent men to space, cured diseases, invented Pokemon and advanced technology, will always struggle with simple tasks if they are trying to process too much surface level information at once. And it finishes off with the, the thing that we end every episode with. When your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore and for your mind to be creative. If you are flooding your world with decisions, distractions and disarray, you will drown in an ocean of discontent. The only way, at least for me, to survive is to choose simple and then spend every day re-choosing it. Mm, clever, powerful. Mm. You and your bloody powerful words. You and your bloody well thought out and organised writing style. How dare you? Uh, I like a list of three as well. Oh yeah, you always do. You always like a good list of three. I like a list of I, three. Uh, I like that because it is, it is a simple idea. It's just explained very in depth. But yeah. I like what you say. Like I think a lot of people, especially in our field of work, have a have a habit of overcomplicating things. If it's just if it's just brought it back to basics, simplified it down. Yeah. Get it done. Don't overcomplicate the situation. Yeah, I think I think my my initial approach to minimalism and kind of living this kind of very simple life was that I wanted to reduce and the reason that we started doing this, this podcast and this website and all of this that we started, the reason we started it was because we felt ourselves lacking creativity and passion for the things that we wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And by reducing the amount of decisions we have to make and reducing the amount of clutter, be it 
physical clutter, like the things in our homes, or mental clutter, like decisions we have to make, if we can reduce our brain's necess- requirement to make yeah. those decisions, we allow our brain to do the things that we want it to do, like be creative and work on pictures and work on music and write essays and do podcasts and come up with new interesting concepts. Like you, you were sat the other day and had, which we're going to discuss on next week's show, you shaved off your beard and yes. thought, this is a really interesting metaphor for resetting your life. We're going to discuss that on next week's episode. On next week's episode, so check out reset next week. Um, that those kind of things don't happen if you're making if you're bogged down in the daily. Decisions yeah, if you're of bogged life. down in making lots of decisions, your brain has finite power to make decisions and therefore uses it all up with the menial stuff. What shirt am I going to wear today? Mm. Which shoes? What am I going to eat? Which route am I going to drive to work? What am I going to listen to? How am I going to, where am I going to park? What am I going to have for lunch? Like all of these decision, decisions we have to make during the day, if we can automate them, which is something that you're very good at, um, we reduce our brain's need to be present for those decisions and we can use our brain for the things we actually want to use it for. And I think sometimes the decisions come down to just being, is it something I want to do? Yes. Is it something I don't want to do? No. Okay, cool. But like, even as simple as where am I going to park? Okay, cool. Well, I'll just find a spot when I get there. I'm not going to stress myself out before. I'm not going to yeah. overthink it. I'm literally just going to pull up, find a spot, and park in it. Yeah, like you, some people over research things before they do something. And yeah, that's where, fine. where's the best place to park in this car park? When I come out, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to want to. I'm going to want to turn right. I'm sick of turning left today. Mm. I turn right off the escalators. There's a car. There's a parking space. But I know that that person parks there near it. They're a bad driver. I know that this is where the mother and baby section is. They've always got giant cars and prams. Don't want to park there. It's going to get scratched. Park the other end. Got to walk too far. Oh no! Find some place in the middle. Oh, there's some stuff dripping. Literally, like. Simplify your situation. Yeah. Park in this. Find a place you like. Park in it every. I, every I day. literally have four spots at work that if if the other three are full, I will take the fourth one. If the first one's not, I will take the first one. Like, it's that simple, and not one of them has always been full. Yeah, I will. I I literally park very. Sorry. I park in the same area every day. That's that sounds stupid. Not all of them are full. Like if never one once is, have you had to make a decision on number five. Yeah. Because there's always one of them. And free. even if I have, I've always just gone, oh, well, that spot looks good. Yeah, I'll go in there. Yeah, like, I, I, yeah. I just don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, and I think, like, if you can automate the decision, there's there's thousands of decisions to make. Which car park am I going to go in to start with? I know which one I'm going in. It's the one I park in every day. Yeah. Which, am I going to go upstairs or downstairs? I'm going to park downstairs because that's, that's what I do every day. I do every day. It just and makes my life easier. It, my car's not sat in the sun. I'm not having to walk out in the rain for it. It's sorted. I plus, I get to, plus I get to walk up and downstairs, which is good for you. Yes, that also. So yeah, I think I think it's very interesting that our brains... We Yes, we have been to the moon. We've cured disease. We invented Pokemon. But our brain... We have to sometimes give our brains a little break in order to get the best out of them. Well, let's simplify the decision down for... Um, I guess potentially inventing Pokemon could have just been as simple as I want to play a game. This would yeah. be a really good idea for a game. People, well, picking characters that goes around collects monsters. Well, it's like Done. I think probably where it came from was a kid who wanted to take his dog with him everywhere he went. Mm. No, you can't do that. Oh, but why not? Because because it, you've got this a little electrical rabbit. <laughs> thing yeah, because Pikachu will get jealous, mate. <laughs> 
Because he will. A Pikachu, he's proper Pikachu. Je- Pikachu is proper jealous. Pikachu, mate. man. Yeah, like, like if it's if it's like okay, this is a this is a good question. Oh, go on. This is a good one. Which starter Pokemon do you pick? Uh, always. Here With the go. original three, it's the Wolf. It's Squirtle every time. You pick Squirtle every time. Not a fan of Bulbasaur. He can uh, Charmander. Too obvious pick, and everyone picks him. I don't want a big dragon at the end. I don't want. I want a goddamn turtle with massive cannons out of its back. Yeah, Blastoise. No one's gonna mess with that dragon. Ah, whatever. It's not a dragon. It's a Charizard, mate. It's not a dragon. It's a Pokemon in it. I mean, well, I think I think there's actually he's a big giant fire dragon. There's a Dratini or Dragonite. Yeah, well. All right, okay, well, I don't want Closer to dragons, aren't they, mate? Or if even a Gyarados. Don't want a Charizard. Definitely want a massive turtle with cannons on its back. Okay, so that decision they have made intentionally simple. Yeah, it's right? pick yeah. the green... Well, if you look at it, it's either green, blue, or red. Done. Yeah. So I think, I think they could have made that decision very difficult by saying, right, there's 100 Pokemon, you can pick whichever starter Pokemon you want. But they didn't. You're ready to start the game. Annoyingly so. You can't go back and get all three afterwards. Annoyingly simple. I like it. Um, Yeah, like I think, I think often we we cause our brains to overwork. If sometimes the the best answer for something is the simplest, not the most complex. Yeah, exactly. So wait, I don't know if you were the same at school, but I was put. Wait, I was always in like the top two sets for things. Um, you know when they used to do set I don't know Uh, and sometimes it would come to the maths questions and the groups that you'd work in would just overcomplicate the hell out of it and the teacher would always go you're overcomplicating it it's just this then we'd go oh yeah but it's just the way that the mind naturally goes is to overcomplicate it yeah our maths teacher once played a little trick on us we walked into the classroom and it said on the board what we were going to be working on that day I don't know what it said, quadratic equations or whatever. Quadratic equations, right? Mm. So she's just written the title, quadratic equations, on the board. And then she, quadratic equations. (laughs) Yes, nailed it. Nailed it. Um, And then she's given us like three or four maths questions to do. They weren't. They weren't quadratics. (laughs) Quadratics. Why am I having such a problem with that? I don't know. Quadratics. They weren't quadratics. But we were like, oh, we're doing quadratic. So... Let's make them happen, and we like tried to force them into these equations when in <laughs> fact they were just normal maths questions. Um, and two plus two, oh, that's a quadratic. Oh, Let's go. get my quads out for that. Um, but it was like a, a lesson to read the question properly, and like n- just before exam season, read the question and don't assume that you know the answer. Um, You've just done it without realizing. You've just simplified the word quadratic to quads. Yes, so quads. you don't have to keep saying quadratic. Because yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep things simple. I'm trying to make life as simple as possible for myself. This is why I have one chair in my living room because I don't have to choose where to sit. This is why I have. I mean, I don't. I have more than one cup now. But I had you one do. cup, and I would just use my one cup when I needed a drink. And just, I just use my cup. My it one. wasn't even a cup, was it? It was a yeah. It was a protein shake. Protein thing. shaker bottle. And now I have I have real glasses now. You'll be you'll be happy to hear everybody. Um, yeah, I have one guitar. I, at one point I owned nine or something. I you had two. There's one in your bedroom. There's one there. That. Oh, that's a signed one. You don't play on. No. It's not signed. Oh. It's the first guitar I ever played on. And do you still play on it? No. 
because I'm, sa- I'm saving it oh, okay. for when Luca learns guitar and I'm going to get it reset up for him. Oh, okay. It's got original strings on it from probably 15 years ago. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, fair enough. So there's a value for that. You just don't use it. I'm not using it right now, but I will. it's a just for when, not a just in case. Oh, okay. If Luca decides he doesn't want to play guitar, I'll get rid of it. I'll give it to some... Smash the hell I'll get, uh, Yeah, I'll smash it up. No, I'll give it, I'll <laughs> give it to some kid who will play it. Um, just a random kid. Yeah, anything. You like guitar, Maybe Baby Ed's going to Probably wouldn't hang around to school with that. Yeah. Hey, kids, you want the guitar? Hey, kids, you want a guitar? Get in my van. <laughs> no, uh, not a good idea. Not, no, don't do that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to keep things very, very simple. I feel like it has definitely worked because... What's I'm, the best, simplest decision you've ever made? Um, got rid of all of my music production equipment. Was that a simple decision? It was a it was it was a tough decision because I had relied on it for ten years, um, but now I don't have all of the fancy tricks. I now have to be very creative in order to still make good music. Mm-hmm. I feel like lots of well, yeah, because you're just using your iPhone and your headphones, aren't you? Correct, and, and you guitar. you can hide. It's very easy to hide behind. So, like for you, for photography, it would be really easy to hide behind fancy editing and filters and color grading and stuff but if the photo's rubbish you can't save it no so it's the same thing for music if it's overexposed it looks terrible and if it's underexposed you if it's underexposed it's not too bad but if it's overexposed it looks awful yeah like same for a song if you if the song is bad you it's i used to save bad writing with great production Mm. and now i don't have that option i have to write good songs yep um so that and the same thing for these essays that we write and for this podcast that we do we could in theory make this podcast really complicated and have lots of fancy edits and make it noise yeah lots of like stings and noises and yeah we can have all of that stuff and and eye dents and kind of weird musical breaks and stuff like that yeah so uh because we don't have that, we just have a very simple conversation about the thing that we've written about. If we mess this up half an hour in now, we literally will have to... We've already messed it up three times, but we don't have a choice. We've stopped we'll and play. Carry on. That's it. How have we messed it up? Oh, I don't know. I think you said something horrible to, about me. Probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we literally just have to carry on going and hope that... We've made it intentionally simple because I'd, I, I want to concentrate on the things we write together and the conversation we have. All of the other stuff is do it. completely, I mean, obviously it's important for some people if we don't do a good job recording or if the quality's terrible, people won't listen. Well, people said that at first, didn't they? And then our boy, Anton, hooked oh, us up a better How did you do that? Okay, we can mention him as much as we want. Yeah, he's, he's been, been on, on the podcast. People know who he is, he exists. Um, so yeah, like the, the, the reason that this podcast is very simple is because we intentionally decided to not make it really fancy. What's the point? What's the point of it stress being fancy? On, stress on you. Yeah, we, we made it. We, we can record and edit and put out two podcasts on an evening because this is a very simple setup. Yep. We have a, we have a computer. We have the microphone. It points out both of our faces. We talk, we have a conversation, we have a little plan to make sure that we have kind of some even sort the of structure. plan's not that complicated. And then even the plan's not that complicated. It's the intro, what we're going to be talking about, news, the essay, ask Reddit, and then the outro, and that's it. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. it. Done. People not think it's not. It's not. It's not complicated at all. If you can simplify, if you can simplify everything, you should because it makes your life much easier. Exactly. Um, 
So this, that's the first half of the essay. The thing about driving and turning down the radio is really interesting. Yes. You find, I, yourself, yeah. you find yourself doing that. Yes. Uh, so, if I, so when I get home, I drive into an underground car park to park downstairs. And because the road is so narrow on the underground car park, and if I come around this quite blind corner and there's another car coming, if we don't pay attention to each other, we could, we could crash. Yeah. Um, even if I've got my music on, at a medium volume, that uh, normal driving volume, I will still turn it down so that I can listen for other cars and concentrate more. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. my brain's too busy concentrating on the music. I want to have my 100% focus elsewhere. Yeah. But realistically, listening to the music wouldn't stop me from seeing and concentrating. Yeah. It just distracts the brain. Yeah, it's like... I, yeah, I do do it. Yeah, I think um, the analogy that we've used, I don't know if we've used it before on the podcast, but the analogy is like minimalism is like turning down the radio to see the sunset. It doesn't make the view any more beautiful. Mm. All it does is it reduces the noise so that you can yes. enjoy it. Yes, correct. A bit more. And yeah, even with parking, because I feel, because I think it's because I'm asking myself questions in my head. Are my wheels aligned? Am I taking this corner too tight? Am I, am I going too fast? Yeah, you're like, making a thousand decisions at once while driving. So, but whereas if I'm just like, listening to this song the song will overpower the the thoughts in my head the yeah. that's why people say i can't even hear myself think yeah the i think the the other interesting one is people who the, it works the other way around with music i think like sometimes you want to just zone out and not concentrate like when you're going for a run people will put on music or a podcast to yeah. distract themselves so they're not thinking about how Correct. out of breath they feel how unfit they feel how horrible the hill is all of that kind of stuff you can do but if you simplify it, you suddenly, this, this is the other end of the argument, is that you suddenly see how difficult things actually are. If you take away all the fancy, you take away all the fanciness and the kind of, the, yeah, the kind of over the topness of life and you get down to just simple, suddenly you realise which things are difficult and which things are easy. Yeah. I... My only pet peeve about owning a small amount of cutlery and stuff like that is that I have to wash it up more often. Oh, uh, yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My only issue about only owning one or two pairs of running shoes at a time is that I, ha I have to replace them quicker because I use them ev more, yeah. on every run. I used to be the same. Like Before I started driving, I used to obviously walk everywhere. So I had my... Uh, shoot my pair of vans i'd roll rotate through two or three pairs of vans at a time and they would all one of them would always get knackered yeah because i'd wear it more than the other two yeah and now all my trainers relatively will stay quite good condition and last me longer because i drive i'm not walking everywhere in yeah yeah so the, the 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 second half of this essay discusses in a bit more detail my journey of how i went from a maximalist to a minimalist Ooh. um so the second maximalist and minimalist a Mick Warwick story. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. Um, so basically what I did was I spent 40 days getting rid of an additional item each day. Like we did with the photography. Yes. So like we did with... No, not photography, the photos. Yes. March what, memories. What did we call March memories? In March, we got rid of a, an additional photo every day for a whole month. I ended up actually getting rid of like... 3,000 yeah, photos. Yeah, I was or like 2,000 or something. Yeah. Um, so, this challenge that we did was called Let Go. And I th there's actually an essay about it. So, maybe we'll post that 
at some point this mid-week, week. Midweek. A midweek. Midweek, everybody. And if you're subscribed to the email list, you'll get an email with the midweek essay. You will get it in your emails. You won't uh, even have to bother with the website. Yeah, it'll be there. It'll be in your inbox, which is great. Um, so I threw away a book, and then I threw away a pair of shoes, which is two items. And then I threw away three ties. Onward and onward and onward and onward. For 40 days, I got rid of 820 items in nice. 40 days, which was incredible. Um, and the second half of this essay talks about how that made my life much easier and much simpler. Um, and now it talks a little bit about my like my daily routine, which has slightly changed since this was written. This was written a few months ago um, and only just re-edited. The, my daily routine now is so, so simple that the um that i don't i don't really have to make any like big decisions every day which is great um because i got rid of a lot of stuff and i never now now don't have to worry about the daily decision making process of course yeah so not having to choose what t-shirt to wear or like so i did i've obviously decluttered a while ago and i got rid of certain t-shirts and things like that and i was like yeah i'm never gonna wear that never gonna wear that and I kept the ones that I thought I would, and I've now got another stack of t-shirts I've not worn in the last 30 days, so I'm like, yeah, you can probably go. Wait, maybe even longer than 30 days. I'm like, you can probably go now. So with my week off work this week, I might take advantage of that thought process and yeah, get rid of the shirts. I've got, a, I've got a bag in the foyer, Ooh, the foyer. Um, which is a charity shop bag, and once it's full, I'm going to take that down the road to the charity shop and get rid of all the stuff I don't need anymore. I've got Sweet. a couple of running t-shirts that I need You literally to... have a charity shop at the end of the street as well, don't you? So it's not even a far walk. There's so many charity shops in Chorley. Chorley charity shops. Correct. It's. I think that's probably why they're all here because it's like, on. A, it's what's it called? Onomatopoeia? No, Onomatopoeia is where it sounds like what it is. Splash. Isn't oh, it? okay. I don't know. Alliteration. Oh, alliteration. It's called alliteration, everyone. It's called alliteration. So if you want to learn a lot of like, like English stuff, you should like, you should, you should listen to this podcast. Yeah, because we're really literature. smart. We're really smart. Okay. We're real smart. Um, shall we do Ask Reddit? Let's do Ask Reddit. If well, you want to. That's the essay done. That's the essay done. If you want to listen, if you want to read the entire essay, head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash simple. The essay is up there. It talks about decluttering. It talks about simplifying your life and the benefits you will see of said simplification process. Um, and also talks a little bit about uh, my daily routine now. So check it out. And we want to know about what your daily routine is. So if you have a daily routine or a, an interesting part of your routine that you think we could get some value out of or other people who listen to the podcast could get some value out of and how you have made your daily routine simpler, please hit us up, email us at hello at manifestsimplicity.com and we will use your answers to help some people out. Yes? Yes, I think that is the best thing we could possibly do. What wonderful. Hit me up with your... Uh, ask Reddit. What's a simple thing someone can do to better their life? A simple thing? Yeah. Uh, reduce their decisions, their daily decisions. Yep, so having just spoken about that, you could reduce you, the amount of decisions you need to make. Yeah. yeah, and you could stop overthinking things. It is easier said than done, but correct. when you find yourself overthinking things, literally just go, okay, how can I make this simpler? Correct. Cool. And then the more it becomes a habit, the easier it is. Yes, so the top answer oh, with 5,000 5. Oh, upvotes. Can't even see your answers. Declutter your living space. Ooh. It's not exactly easy the first time, but 
when you get rid of the things you don't ever use, it clearly, it really clears your head. Is this posted by Life by Mick? No, it's not. There is, this made a huge difference for me. I always hated tidying up and cleaning because it involved moving so much stuff around. After decluttering, I had more clear surfaces, quick and easy cleaning, and I find less decorations visually calming. Imagine every, uh, this is the other thing this person said. Imagine every item made a tiny noise. What do you hear? Can you hear the voices of the things you really like, the memories they share and the promises of future events or a cacophony of shrill voices of random things everywhere? That's a very convoluted metaphor. Yeah, that is a very convoluted one. Um, Marie Kondo is the god of decluttering your stuff. So and tidying. Marie Kondo is a god for tidying. Yeah. Um, so my favourite answer is the one just below it. Slightly fewer aren't votes, but still very good. Remind yourself of the good things you have. Even if it's something as simple as a roof over your head, the bed you sleep in, or the phone you use to browse Reddit with. Acknowledge positive things about yourself, whether it be your hair, your style of clothing, or something you accomplished when you were younger. It sounds cheesy, but for those of us who focus more on the negative aspects of life, it does help to remind yourself that there are hidden gems in there too, and it's important to take notice of them. If you are struggling with something, it's perfectly okay to acknowledge your pain, anger, and sadness, and allow yourself time to work through it. Remind yourself of the positives. It, reminding yourself of the positive is just to keep you from getting completely bogged down with all the negativity. What's something positive about you, Craig? Positive? Think of something positive about yourself. I'm quite well organised. You are very well organised. You're always very well organised. Oh yeah, I do try to be. Yeah. I always like to plan. So I'm one of those that I know I mentioned it on the on the essay, but um, uh, I like to plan before I do something. Yeah. So like if I'm taking Jenna anywhere and I'm unsure of it, I will normally ask for the postcode, look it up, get a quick idea of the route, and I go, cool, right, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then I'll let the sat nav do it from there. As long as I know where I'm going initially. Yeah. Or the start of the journey, I'm like, cool, yeah, I've got an idea of that route in my head. So it's still simplistic. Yeah. But do you do an itinerary when you go away? Mm, or do you have like a like hit a mental points. one mental item I have hit points I'm like I want to go to this this and this and once I've done that everything else is certain. no I don't as such no I, I'm more I just let the city take me like when we went to Hamburg we didn't plan anything we literally like Jenna had looked up a few places but we literally were just like let's walk here and do this yeah like, I, 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 I'm the opposite because I am take everything to the extreme when I go somewhere new I'm like cool these are the three places I want to go or these are the I'm, I'm there for a longer time these are the 10 things I want to do while I'm here I will do all of them as quickly as possible and then I can enjoy the city because I know I've done all the things I wanted to do when I went to Berlin I was like alright I want to see this 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 and this I went to see them all on the like first two days and, wow. then, I, and then I had two days to do whatever I wanted that's not too bad yeah no that is if you're gonna if and then when people not... say oh did you go to the Berlin Wall yeah did you go to Checkpoint Charlie yeah did you go to the War Memorial yeah did you go to the Brandenburg Gate? Yeah. I went to everything. <laughs> Did it Name a thing, I went to it. Uh, yes. Yeah, quite <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, oh. Siri's getting involved. All right, Siri, keep it down. Keep Pipe it down, down sunshine. So my question is, what simple task are you surprisingly bad at? And some of the answers are brilliant. Like Calling people's a good one. Calling people to make appointments. I think I'm I don't know. I'm not very good. At I it. don't know what it is, but I think we are of a generation that abhors talking on the phone. I don't abhor it, but would you prefer if someone gave you the option? Right, I'm this, always really nice on the phone. This is the question. I'm not horrible. At this all. is the question, right? You have to send thirty text messages, right? Right. To book an appointment, right? You've got you've got to answer thirty questions in a single text each okay. time. 
or make one phone call? Just don't make the phone call. Okay, you're making the phone call? Yeah, yeah. I know people who will literally do all the text messages. No, nope, make the phone call. Because they just won't make a phone call. No, make the I think phone people call. Are, I think people in this generation are so weirded out by making phone calls. It's far too immediate and like, I would never just... That, so today, it's funny actually we're discussing this because today Ollie rang me yeah. to see whether I was going to be on PS4. And uh, he rang me while I was in the middle of doing something. And I was like, why is Ollie ringing me? And I nearly didn't answer the phone. Like, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I, I was nearly like... It's so crazy, isn't why it? Why doesn't he just text me? Like, yeah. The thought process it's was... It's so weird. Why is Ollie ringing me? Why doesn't he just text me and ask if I'm online? So yeah. I answered it. And we just had a nice little chat. And I was like, oh, no, I'm doing this. But I'll be on about then. And he was like, yeah, cool, no problem. Should we ring someone right now to see if they pick up? Who are we going to ring? Who should we, should we ring Greg? You could ring Greg. But one of the answers here... While you sort out ringing Greg... One of the answers was ordering pizza on the phone. They never do it. They just use apps. Yeah, the app is so much easier. I can, I can, uh, I'll get behind that one. One of them is... Oh, I've lost the answers. I've lost it. Oh, there. Uh, conversation. They're not good at conversation? Yeah, like what, like... Oh, I'm an extreme extrovert, so. But then the best one was putting money away at the till. So the, the cashier is just giving you your change. Oh my God. Scrambling to I literally, what I do, she puts it in your hand. What I do, Scrunch I shove it, it in my pocket and I sort it out later. Yep. yep. Okay, we're going to ring, we're going to ring our friend Greg and see if he picks up. See if he's awkward about answering the phone. Come on, Greg. Come on, Greg. I bet he's looked at his phone and gone, why is he ringing? I'm not even bothering. Come on, Greg. Greg. Nothing. Disappointed in that. Greg Mason. Oh, oh Greg. Boo, Greg. Yeah, I reckon he's probably sat there going, oh my God, why is someone ringing me? No, he's not. He would have answered. He could have. He would have answered. Um, think about this, people. If someone rings you, do you think, oh, I don't want to answer. Do you do what I did? Yeah. Why doesn't this person just text me? 100%. So, that's exactly what I did. But the thing is, right, the generation before us don't do text messages. My dad can't text back. My, my mum doesn't use her phone, so you have to ring the home my phone. My mum uses WhatsApp. She also calls it WhatsApp. <laughs> she also has no idea how to use punctuation. So were you one of those people that used one of those phones uh, with the keypads on it? That well, I say that like I never used one. Yeah. But that had the A B C D E F G H I. You know all the. Oh yeah, yeah, I've had yeah. one of those. And, no one uh, you. and used to have to use text talk to be like you. Yeah, you to make life quicker. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's simpler. And uh, there's no need to do that now. When an iPhone, you've, got a, iPhones, you've got a QWERTY keyboard, or now. Blackberries, or LGs, or whatever it was, uh, HTCs all came out, and you could type full sentences. Immediately went straight back to typing full sentences. Yeah, I still know people. I literally will use a semicolon in a text message. 100% agree. I still know people, Ruan, that actually text like they're still using like one a of those child. original phones. Like they're like they're on like they're on BBM. And I've seen people that post uh, on Facebook still like screenshots I've oh, seen. Oh god, it's so embarrassing. That type like you would be why you. You're just missing the O. What are you doing? <laughs> and it'll be like what? It's not gangster. What is W A T U and then doing is D O I N and it's like what are you doing? And no, it's like I'm why don't you just type that. what are you doing? It, you're not really saving that much time, no, are you? you? You're you're better than that, people. You're much better than that. 
But yeah, I can't believe it. Like it's funny we're actually discussing that now because I didn't plan this. And then I just thought then, oh yeah, Ali phoned me today and I was literally like, what's he doing? It's weird, isn't it? What is he I doing? I love talking on the phone. If companies, you know, if you, ever, if you know, if you ever get a company phone you and you're not sure what the number is, I will still answer it. I sometimes put an accent on. So that <laughs> yeah. I will sometimes put an accent on. That's funny. And not know what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's interesting because I play, obviously I play video games online and I will wear my headset so I can hear better on the game. Yeah. And I will mute the mic. So you don't play, talk. Unless I'm playing with friends. Oh god, I loved it. my Whoa. favorite bit about playing Halo back in the day with all of my Chatting friends was being v- ridiculously annoying on the headset. Yeah, uh, well, I uh, had this voice that I used to do when I played Halo, and I used to be like, "Hello, I need people to play with. Are you my friends?" <laughs> yeah, you got people be like, you've "Oh my pre- god, you got this a, guy." You got to pretend you're meek and mild, and then headshot everyone. Yeah, that's the and, only way. Uh, I had these, I had these uh, people today, and I pretended to be Forrest Gump. I was like, "Hello, my name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. What's your name?" I think the joy of the internet gaming world is that you really can pretend to be whoever you and want. You literally just don't care. Yeah, it's no so funny. Can. You're never gonna. The thing is, right? The way it works on matchmaking and stuff is that they're you're never gonna play with these people again. No, exactly. So you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you say that. I we both got killed in this game. Me and this guy. Match made again, got the same guy again. Yeah. I quit immediately. Yeah. I was like, I'm done with this. Um, so this is a challenge for you, everyone. This is a little challenge. Randomly phone someone. Don't randomly phone someone. Randomly phone someone. Phone someone you know and say, oh, just wanted to just wanted to catch up. Maybe have a little conversation and see how it feels. I want to dial a random number. Did you ever used to do that? Just dial a random number and see who answered? My... <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did as well. Yeah, um, we also, my friend Phil, Phil Smith from back home, is the prank call god. I don't think he is. He I is think that guy that does the YouTube videos is the prank call god. Now listen to this. I cannot keep a straight face. Right. I'm laughing right now just thinking about you it. You are. I cannot keep a straight face. Cameron, who was our other friend, cannot keep a straight face either. Phil Smith, I don't know how he does it, when we used to do those calls, completely blank. Like, literally. Yeah, because if you start laughing so, halfway through. Like, the most hilarious things are happening, and he's literally just, a, like, a like stone-faced, poker, like poker face. It's, it's like that so guy crazy. that does the voices. I recently watched one on Instagram, and he, he pretends to be Killian Murphy's character. Oh, my God, I watched that. You've seen it. Yeah, and he oh, rings and up a scam people, yeah. And he's like, do you need my bank details? And she's like, no, sir, we don't need your bank details. There's, like, really thick-accented You need my bank details? Yeah. Yeah, and he's, who, who's he be? It's Tommy... Uh, Tommy, Tommy Shelby. Shelby and... Um, uh, Alfie Solomon, yeah. uh, who played by Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going from really thick brummy yeah. to really cockney, like, Jewish guy. Cockney. Right? Cockney. Like me, mate. Top cockney, mate. Uh, and it's just clever. Uh, so I was good. laughing, but I couldn't keep a straight face. So what we have learned today is that you should ring someone up and simplify their life for them. And just, just have a little chat. Yeah, ring someone up and have a chat. Do it now. The podcast's about to finish. So just ring them up, have a little chat, ask them how their day's been, ask them if they felt a little overwhelmed by the amount of decisions they've had to make, and then if they said yes, direct them to our essay. Yes. Which yes. is manifestsimplicity.com forward slash simple. Simple. Okay, that is, that's going to be it, I think. Right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest... Man, 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 man.
If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way, more people get to hear the show because the podcast app that you're listening to us in will go, oh yeah, five-star review. Put them up the chart a little bit, which will be really, really helpful. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram by searching SimplicityPod. Me and Craig are both on there. We're doing, you're doing lots of photography things. I'm doing lots of musical things. So there's lots of things to see. Lots of exploration. exploration. Um, and remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling. Simples. Simples.